Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. So I just need answers. I know you're watching us from heaven thinking who to save. Cherry picking who should go next and who should stay. I'd be on my way to heaven if I knew the way. And bring back every good nigga you choose to take. They say you never wrong, but you done made a few mistakes. Cause you taking the wrong niggas, maybe you should trade. Trade us back all the real ones, remove the fakes. I think you should trade. Give us two pop back and say that nigga shook. Let the legend resurrect that he gon' live for good. I'll be screaming thug life in every different hood. If only you can bring him back, Lord, I wish you would. Give us Biggie, give us pun, give us triple X. Take that nigga Trump with you, that's a bigger threat. There's too much power for a coward with no intellect. That's a bigger with a collar, there's a disconnect. Niggas dying, mama crying, grandma need a tissue. You're listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. Starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, yo, yo. We back, we back. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. For Sheezy. Summertime is breezy. Because, no, the heat has not hit, like, this area of the East Coast. So, it's still a little breezy. You know, the the, the bees aren't out yet. You know, it's, it's. It's been really cool, like cool, like sort of, sort of cool, 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 like get yeah, cool. Yo, what was that a freestyle or was that written? Like, I, like, I really, like I really, cool. I really need to know nah, the answer nah, to this question. That, that's straight out, that's straight out of the dome, my brother. No, no wonder it was so bad. <laughs> no, there's no, the there's dome, no way in God's system. name you could have written that down. That was, that was terrible. That was hey, terrible. Hey, you'll, you'll be surprised. That was terrible. But uh, you'll be surprised at my negligence. This is episode fifty. Woo! Yeah, dog. We hit the we hit the half century mark, man. I I honestly cannot believe it, and 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 I thought that this episode would be much more significant, and maybe we would have a guest host or something. But you know what? In due time, in due time. I I think I, mean, I think I think that's on that's on the that's on the way. That's on the way. I mean, on the real, I mean, it's 50. So, you know, you, 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 50 should be exactly how it started. That was just us in uh, the basement of our parents' house and with, you know, lots of drugs in the corner of the room. Oh, oh shoot. That, hey, that, uh, I was supposed to say that. Relax. Actually, you know what? You can say whatever you want because on the last episode, <laughs> we were talking about all types of shit that we shouldn't have been talking about. That's very true. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go. I really want to go back and delete half the shit we talked about. But you know what? It's already out there. Who gives a fuck? You know what? Hey man, listen, we hey, all grown hey, here, man. Everybody's everybody's partaked in four twenty, man. That 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 day is over. You know yeah, what? Four twenty is long gone. It Cinco is, de Mayo. It is what it is, man. But uh, yeah, man. What's been going on with you, man? How you been? Chilling, man. I just I just mentioned Cinco de Mayo. Uh, had myself a great Cinco de Mayo, lots of drinks. Uh, I was actually in Orlando, and it was lit. Who would have thought? Matter of fact, I want to say this right now. I hated Orlando when I first visited. 
when I was 13. And then I went again when I was 20, I believe, 21, 22. I hated it again. I even hated it more. I went to Orlando a lot a couple years later, which was just uh, two days ago. I loved it. Loved Orlando. Mm. You didn't go to Disney World, did you? I did. uh, Disney World way too expensive. (laughs) I went to the bootleg Disney World. Something called Fun Spot. (laughs) Wait, was it really called that? (laughs) There was no, there is no, (laughs) there's no logo to it. Fun Spot. They don't got no mascot. Just a spot that just has roller coasters and no names. That's nasty. That's disgusting sounding. (laughs) Fun Spot. Fun Spot. Wait, was that really the name? There is a place called Fun Spot, but I didn't go there. Yo, anyway, that's called Fun Spot. There's no way it's that fun. I don't believe it. I I really don't believe it. I think it's all hype. Just like 7-Eleven in the hood used to sell very good bread. (laughs) And it was not very good. Very good good bread. Yo, there's a whole bunch of crazy shit, man. But nah, that's that's what's up, man. uh, Orlando, it was nice. That sounds like it it can be a good time, man. I'm sure the weather was nice. Right. The weather, the weather nah. was really. It rained a lot. You know how Florida is. Yep. Florida be randomly raining and all that stuff. Yeah, but and then, then like right after thing. that, like the sun will come right out. You know, it's, it's a weird right ass environment. Exactly. It's like the rain. It will rain because I was actually going putt putt golf, whooping ass. I, I, actually, let me not say that too loud because the the person on the other side may disagree. But nah, you was getting your ass whooped. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a thousand, man. Come and on, it, come on. It's it's it started raining. Uh-huh. It was like my goodness, like you know, is this my is this my punishment for 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 handing out such a such a thorough ass whooping? <laughs> but hey, man, you know, whoever this person whoever this person is is gonna hear this episode and be like, this guy is a yeah, goddamn it's, liar. It's, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble as we speak. Guys, a goddamn lie. I'm in trouble as we speak, brother. It's on, it's on wax, man. It's on wax. But um, you know what? Hey, yeah, I had a, I had a good weekend, man. Wax off. I had a good weekend, man. I uh, you know, I did a lot of chilling. I did a lot of, a lot of brainstorming. And you know what's, what's great is, you know, we giving the people, uh, a more refined sound. You know, we upgraded our equipment. I'm sure y'all can hear us a lot more clearly. You know, no, it's not your your speakers. No, it's not your headphones. It's actually our equipment that's allowing y'all to hear at least my voice. And I'll say our our voice a lot more clearly. So, yeah, man, it's been it's been a great weekend, man. You get we got we got some upgrades going. We got some new music to discuss. I'm it excited. My voice, I'm excited. Doesn't my voice sound sexier? My voice sounds like I'm a I'm a sex symbol now. You still sound I'm, I'm a heart I'm a heartthrob. You still sound like the same old dweeb. <laughs> same old like dweeb. I heard dweeb in, in fifteen years since Pete and Pete. Dweeb. Hey, hey, dweebs, hey, them hey, them cats. <laughs> I know how you like to call people cats like you're like you were you were born in the damn sixties, yo. You grew up in the seventies talking about hey man, these cats. No, These cats my, suck. How is somebody my, a cat in, in 2019? Nah, cat or <laughs> jive turkey. Them jive turkeys. Yeah, or man. Them, or in jail, they say jit. Jit. Yo. Them jit. Yo, that's a Florida thing, I think. 
I think that's is a Florida. Yeah, well, I, I believe so, man. I've heard a lot of Florida people say that, man. Miami dude. But anyway, man. Uh, who wore number fifty, man? Let's 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 get this going, man. Let's get this going. Who the, who the hell wore number fifty? David Robinson. Okay, all right. Uh, Zach Randolph. Zach Zubo. Randolph. Zach Randolph. Did Greg Anthony. <laughs> Yo, jeez. <laughs> he did wear number fifty, man. Who? He did. Uh, he did. He did. Uh, yo, did Charles Barkley wear number fifty? <laughs> of course, he did not wear number fifty. Uh, yo, he didn't wear. He didn't wear anything in the fifties at any point in his nah, career, he, he other wore, than thirty-four. I know he, he wore thirty-four. I know he wore 30, 34, but he didn't wear number fifty. Shit. He wore thirty uh, for the Houston Rockets. I know he wore thirty-four in Phoenix. Houston Rockets. He wore. Was it 34 he wore for Houston? Maybe he did. Yeah, he wore did. He, wore, he wore he wore 34. He wore 35. I, I, ignore ignore what I just said. It wasn't him. Um, okay. Damn. Uh, Speaking of football, dude, I want to say that dude from the uh, Green Bay Packers. Not oh Clay not, Matthews. Um, Clay Matthews. No, he wore 52. Clay Matthews. He's 52. Right? He's 52. No, but AJ Hawk. AJ AJ Hawk, I thought AJ Hawk was in the forties though. I thought AJ Hawk was like forty seven, some random I think ass. AJ Hawk, AJ Hawk is fifty, isn't he? You think so? I don't know, man. Hell if I know. Yeah. Not that, that. Man, this is, yo, I'm good. I just looked you, it up. You, you named Google a whole bunch me. of people. What's up? Google just told me it's fifty. I'm uh, yo. AJ my, Hawk. Yeah, yeah. My my selective memory is on point. <laughs> Good job, man. And hey, you know what, man? This is probably the best you've ever done for uh, naming people. I got zero people right. You got three. Gre- Greg Anthony? That Yo, that <laughs> was probably the, one of the most impressive ones I've ever heard in my life. You know why? Because when I was a kid, I used to see his number, and I'm like, what point guard wears 50? Like, who says, yo, I want to wear It has to be some something symbolic. Oh, Maybe no, at man. the age... At the age of fifty, his, his grandfather or something, his father taught him basketball. I don't know, but you don't just go around picking fifties. Hey, hey, hey! hey I want to wear fifty. Hey, Bill Russell, but no, I, I don't know about him. The number fifty would never be a superstar number. Hey, what are you talking about? Great, uh, David Robinson was a, a superstar, man. Yeah, the Admiral. That's, that's, that's true. Stop that's playing, true. man. That's what are you true. talking about? That's true. Don't disrespect that's that true. man. That's true. But uh, the Admiral. The most forgotten about superstar. How that, about that? That's actually a fact. I believe. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that's David a fact. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> talks about David Robinson. Well, they talk about greatest centers. They do not bring up David Robinson. They bring up man. Bill Russell way too much. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of the NBA and and, and the love for they, the love they have for Bill Robinson. Uh, Bill uh, Bill Russell is what I meant to say. Yeah, I mean, Bill, Bill Russell, Russell man. Seventeen championships. So what? The hell does that mean? Bill, Bill Russell has championship rings on his toes. Nobody cares though. You notice how they never mentioned him with the best players ever. He he's not even in the in the discussion for top two hundred. <laughs> Bill, Bill Russell. <laughs> he's, he's not in. He's not in the. And speaking of the top player, hey, I I, I will say this man because I've always said this. Why the hell does the NBA keep counting the fifties? So you mean to tell me that? No, no, nah, real talk. This is, this, is a, this is a legitimate question. This is a legitimate question, man. They came up with the top fifty players, whenever the hell they came up with it, right in the nineties, 
prematurely, if you ask me. And then you mean to tell me all of the great players that have followed since LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, uh, 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 I can, I, Kevin Durant, you, I can, I can list about twenty people who deserve to be in this quote-unquote top player list. So all I'm proposing is they expand that to top one hundred and move all of those people that they had, the the Bob Cousies, <laughs> the, the 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 those random ass names that. Were great back then. They got They got to go below LeBron in that man. Like, let's just let's just be honest, man. Of course. When are they gonna, gonna do it though? When, it, bunch of, when, when they, they get to hundred. <laughs> when they get to hundred. The top fifty was because fifty years of the NBA. Now, I mean, maybe they'll do a top seventy-five when they get to seventy-five years. We'll see, but I'm pretty sure when they get to hundred, they'll do the little top one hundred. Yeah, man. Let's let's see, man. And but I'll uh, tell you who won't. Who won't be on the list? Who? <laughs> we all know Draymond Green won't be on that list. Hey, listen, I don't know, man. He might have. He might have uh, played some elite defense and uh, and ended and, and made his way onto that list somehow. He got championships, bro. He 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 got him, man. Listen, he 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 has the credentials. Matter of fact, hasn't he won top? NBA defensive player like at least three times. That's true. That's a, is it is it I twice? Tw- I think at least twice, right? Or am I tripping? That's a good. That's a that's something that I have riddles that I cannot seem to solve, man. Anyway, man, I I'm done talking about Draymond Green and 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 not naming people who wore number fifty. But anyway, man, we got a jam packed show for you guys. As always, this episode will be dropping about two days late, three days late. I don't know. You'll get it when Damn. you get it. Damn, uh, FBA. Man, the FBI on our ass, man. They, they tapped my phone. They tapped all our equipment. They found they out we were talking phone? about 420 last episode, man. The so phone's we, wired? Oh, damn. Yeah, bro. It, 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 it's bad. Um, But anyway, we got a jetpack show for you guys. Uh, As always, we start the show off with our Watch the Throne segment. And we're going to give you guys a lot of new albums. A lot of music that was overlooked. A lot of new music from some folks who haven't dropped music in a long time. And we'll break down exactly why the album was good, bad, and different, or just completely so, so. sad, man. You know? Decent. Yeah, man. There's a whole bunch of adjectives, but um, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And then from there, you know, my favorite topic. My favorite topic. Mine, 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 the ill and the not so advised. <laughs> anyway, in this section, we talk about what, what, what great songs came out in the last couple of weeks, uh, which ones to steer clear from. And judging by the list, uh, YG's on both lists. So that, that alone should make you. Uh, anticipate that section. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right, though. You know, YG is a very weird artist, man. Because in one respect, I I, I respect his artistry, and then and then he just does some some things that I'm just like, man. But why did you do that? Why did you put this song out? But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. YG, the, YG is capable of being real and petty. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then after that segment, we're gonna get into, you know. 
I think the the crown jewel slash highlight of the episode and when you know where we get a chance to, to really expand upon our thoughts which is the ill-advised thoughts segment ill-advised thoughts wait 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 you got to do that again man we're going to get into the ill-advised thoughts segment ill-advised thoughts thoughty Come on, man! You you yawned. You can't yawn into that. <laughs> you can't you, you can't yawn into that fucking. And, and you tried to play it off, man. Hey, I like the professionalism, but that shit didn't work, man. That that was bad. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, hold on. It's thoughts. I mean, it's it's you know, since it's a couple of days later, you know, it's not thought day. It's not Tuesday. Tuesday. Wait, wait. You said thoughts. I said thoughts? I said thoughts because. Thoughts are always ill-advised, and that you know they should be ill-advised. I think, I think thoughts are more received. They're received well when they're ill-advised. That that that's where I'm going with this, man. Jeez, this is just that's pitiful. I what? Well, since Jeez. when do thoughts have respect? Can I can I address thoughts how you're, you're how they should be addressed? You're Come taking, on, man. What is the problem, man? How you? They're human beings. Why Wait, are you, you said sticking? Thoughts or thoughts? I said thoughts because there's a difference. Thoughts have human has feelings. All right, man. Thoughts. Just a thought, my brother. All right, man. Uh, that is the segment where we're going to talk about something. Uh, hopefully, it's not a real thought, but you know, either way, it'll be ill-advised. But uh, yeah, man. Disgusting. Shall, shall we jump? Shall we jump into this episode? Absolutely. All right, man. Let's do it. Absolutely. Watch the throne. So, with the first album on our Watch the Throne segment, we got Schoolboy Q with his long-awaited album called Crash Talk. I want to hear what you have to say about this, man. Long-awaited third album. Yeah, I want to. Um, I really, I really want to hear what you have to say about 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 this schoolboy album because I ain't gonna lie, I have mixed feelings. But I, I, I'll let you lead the way here. Let's see what you got. So, you know, schoolboy. Obviously, schoolboy is a part of one of the heaviest hitting uh, rap labels in the game right now. No, I'm not talking about Death Row. I'm talking about TDE. You know, got Kendrick Lamar, got SZA, um, Ab Soul, uh, uh, who else? Uh, Isaiah Rashad. And the common theme about artists on that label is they make really high quality albums. While Kendrick is, in my opinion, one of the top album makers in the last 10, 15 years. Um, Schoolboy Q on the low is another dude that makes really good albums. I thought his first album was a great introduction to who he was, Oxymoron. Um, and then when you got to that second album, he had a little bit of fun with it. Um, however, in the first two albums, I thought uh, he showed glimpses of, of what he was able to do as an artist. But not the whole like plate, not the whole shebang. This third album, in my opinion, is Schoolboy Q at his highest level of artistry. 
Um, first and foremost, I think the album is funner than the first two. Uh, you got songs like Chopsticks that is just the epitome of a club hit, you know, with Travis Scott and the hook. And then, you know, you got songs like um, uh, the, the song that he has with 21 Savage where it's straight mobbing, Num Num Juice, straight mobbing once again. And then he has intros- introspective cuts in there too, like the very last song on the album where he, he talks about like, you know, what motivates him, uh, how he got to where he was and the respect that he got from other rappers. So it's a very dynamic album. It's fun. And I just think that, you know, when he first came out, he had this kind of like gangster vibe to him where it's like he doesn't want to show the world fully that, you know, he's he's uh, uh, capable of having feelings or, you know, he doesn't want to show the world that he's this dude that likes to have fun or, you know, happy in life. I think you get that from him. In, in this third album. I think you get a more loose guy. You get a guy that's not so worried about putting up a thug persona on his music. And it's just a, a, a version of Schoolboy that's free, in my opinion. Uh, all in all, in my opinion, I think it's a very good album. I, I would say between a B, uh, probably nothing higher than a B. But that doesn't take away from you know how fun and enjoyable it was to listen to now in terms of high quality in terms of creativity you know the first two i thought were a little more creative and more high quality but this one's just a good solid album that just shows um schoolboy q is really paying attention to what the fans want to hear not just his die hard fans but even the fairweather fans too and when you can accommodate both sides i think you got a winner hmm I mean, yeah, I I agree with a lot of I agree with a lot of the stuff you said. Mostly because, you know, you're right. The first two albums were a lot more. I think creative. I, I I'll say creative. I, I think, I think Schoolboy is just a, he's a very creative dude. Obviously, um, he may not come across that way just by by his appearance, but when you hear him on the songs. You realize that he's a very dynamic individual that's able to to really, you know, display his message uh, in a in in a way that's easy to understand, but also complex for the people who like lyricism and all that shit. So you're right. The first two albums, I think, were a little bit more creative. This album, though, Crash Talk, I did like it. I, I liked it. You know, it was it was enjoyable. I think I think you're right, man. He kind of just just was a lot more easygoing, man. You know, yeah, he like he was, he was guard, a man. lot more easygoing, man. You know, th- like yeah. you said, the song with Twenty One Savage floating. You know, he just had fun. I- I'll say that he just had it's. Uh, you could just hear the music. He just had more fun, but he still gave you the the trenches aspect of what he's what he normally puts out, right? Like on songs like Fifty Two Hundred. I really like that song. That was the one where uh, Kendrick had like the ad libs on it, um, which I think Kendrick does a very good job, low key, at is ad libbing Schoolboy Q's music. He's been doing that for a while now, and it almost seems like that's their thing. You know, whether Kendrick is on the song or not, Kendrick is going to drop some sort of ad lib, similar to what he was doing on Black Panther. You remember the whole soundtrack? You know, there were songs where he wasn't even really on. 
like in terms of having a verse or a hook, but you could hear Kendrick in the background. I, he did that on 5200. You know, he had the song with, uh, with, uh, I, I like the song with Kid Cudi, Dangerous. That was a cool song. I like the that song. Cool. I like the song with Ty Dolla and YG. Uh, I love that guy. Lies. I like the song with Black, aka Six Slacko. That song was cool. You know what? Num Num Juice. I didn't really like it when it when 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 it came out as a single. Not because it wasn't good. I just said to myself, man, this song is short. Number one, and secondly, it was a little different from what I'm used to hearing Schoolboy Q as. You know, he 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 definitely showed his his more rapidy rap kind of edgier side on, on num num juice but i do i do like that song now i really do that song is good yeah uh, in the context of the album it, it just fit yeah yeah and then um sounds good and then tails is cool i like the, i like the second song on the album chopsticks is obviously that radio hit with, with 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 travis scott you know that that song came out right before not right before a couple weeks before the album dropped and you said it travis scott kind of gave this like very generic hook <laughs> it's like, like I'm still to, still to this day trying to figure out what the hell Chopsticks has to do with anything on that song. But hey, it's a random. I, I'm, I, hey, would, I it's, wouldn't it's be cool. surprised if it, it was Travis Scott's song to begin with, and he said, "Hey, Schoolboy, you want it? Like you, there's some space for you to drop some verses on it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, overall, overall, I think it's a good project. Although I really didn't. I wasn't really feeling the reception that it got. I really feel like this was a really good album. Um, it was not an A or anything, and I'm hesitant to give it a B, but I'll give it a B simply because Schoolboy Q just makes good music, and it's really hard to like. It's really hard to grade him badly because he does make good music, and he does have a lot of good features on here. So I don't know, man. I don't know if this album is going to have the longevity that I think it maybe could have gotten like in, in a year, a year from now, are you still going to be playing this album? Like, are you really like, for example, what are the hits on this album? Like, can you honestly pick out songs that will really, really have an impact months from now? Cause it's really hard to point, point those out, man. I know he has like a lot of good features and like really a, a lot of good high profile features, but there's really not any really like I can't say that any of these songs is is very very strong. They're all just good. They're all just good. I, I mean, I, I think Chopsticks in the clubs will get some burn. Yeah. Um, Crash, obviously, I think that's going to get some burn. Yep, Crash is there. Cool. Uh, might might even hear it on the soundtrack. Um, I think the the song with Twenty One Savage will get some burn, some play, and some 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 thugs car. Like I I, I think there's gonna there's gonna be some songs that get some burn for sure on this album for for not, let me not say years to come, but months months ahead. Yeah, I can see the Twenty One Savage. I can see the Twenty One Savage one going for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. There's just not that many. Standouts. I I I I'll just use the word standout. I don't really like that word, but there's not really many standouts on this. Like I think Schoolboy Q is he's he normally has standouts. He'll have at least three or four on his album that are like legitimately and I think undeniably like very good. He does have standouts, but I would say this: like 
Schoolboy Q's the type of guy that, you know, let's say in about two or three months, you just you just want to play like Schoolboy Q playlist. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if I'm just chilling and I just want to hear some some Schoolboy Q, it doesn't matter what album I put on. I just want to hear Schoolboy Q's music. Like he's he's the type of dude that you can do that for. You yeah. Know, doesn't matter which era. Doesn't matter if it's mixtape or not. Like, you know, just just play some Schoolboy Q. And I think that's what this album is good for. You can just kind of put it all like put all his albums, all his songs together, and mix them and match them together, and I think you'll be fine. Yeah, you're probably right. He just happens to be. He just happens to be that type of dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Y'all be the judge. I would give it a B. I think it. I think it's. I think it was really good. Uh, yeah, I would give it a B too. I Nothing like, higher than a B. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I. I did see the reception. Some people gave it. Some people were saying, "Oh, A." Like, are you serious? Like, this is really, really good. I don't think it's quite an A. Yeah. But I don't even think it's close to an A. I think it's a it's low B. For sure, not an A. <laughs> no low way. B, high C plus, but. Doesn't mean it's not. Doesn't mean it's not good. It right. just means it's a very solid, solid body of work. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all be the judge. Um, let's move on, man. P and B Rock. Oh yeah. Drop a. AKA. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm because I got the AKAs ready for this guy. Oh, He's... I got mad. This guy. <laughs> this guy. First. Yeah. High scent sign. Size sense. Chris light skin mop. Chris beige. I'm not not brown. Chris beige. Chris beige. Uh, Uh, Let's see. Hummer. Um, I'm gonna call him a Hummer because he sounds like Gunner. Yo, this guy sounds like everybody in the industry. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Spaghetti, spaghetti hair. Yeah, I mean he 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 just. But anyway, he dropped his album called Pop Star. I'm sorry, Trap Star he, called Pop Star. Light skin mop. Yo. So Okay, I'll stop. I, I'll start here, man, because I'm not gonna lie, I'm very excited about this album and about P and B Rock. You know, it's funny because this is a twenty three song album. He calls it a double album. It's a deluxe. The deluxe. Yeah, I mean it's. Which it's, I didn't it's realize tw- it came out. It's tw- wait, the deluxe came out already. What do you mean? Yeah, the deluxe is twenty three songs. Like the the regular one is just nineteen or eighteen. Oh songs. shit! Wait, when did the fucking deluxe come out? It came out what, like two days ago. Oh shit! I missed that. I completely missed that. Um. Yeah. All right. So anyway, but so I didn't hear the deluxe, which I I am looking at it now it has like an additional five songs on it, but. So I basically heard the album up until the song How It Feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, man, I'll say this. P&B Rock has arrived. He's arrived as a premier, I think a premier artist. Not because, you know, he, you, you know, he, he he's making some astronomical sounding music, but the the things that he brings to songs are just so it's so dynamic where it's gotten to the point where he can do anything he does everything which is which goes to all those aka's that I think and I ain't talking about the real aka's I'm talking about the aka's we were talking about earlier cuz he he sounds like a lot of different people man you know 
before this album came out, I, I used to always compare him to Ty Dolla Sign because his tone and some of his ad libs and just the, the type of music where I thought he shined the most sounded very Ty Dolla Sign esque, right? You know, he even had a song on his on on I think it was on that album, not not catch these vibes, but the one before that called um, "Going Through the Motions," I believe it was. Yeah, he had a song featuring Ty Dolla Sign that was it does. Very, was very it was very slow. It had it was like it had that real R and B feel where you couldn't really tell who was who on that song. Like they sounded, they sounded so similar that it was like, all right, man, like, are, are y'all intentionally fucking with us? That's how bad it was. And I think he, he, I don't want to say he's, he's, he's created his own sound, but he's created a sound to where before I would, I would compare him to Ty Dolla Sign and I wouldn't really understand the difference. Now I understand that he is a trap dude who has a very, very melodic sound. And to be honest, I really like it. I really like it, man. You know what? Uh, I heard him. I heard him on an interview, and he explained the album where he said like the first nine songs are more of his trap side, right? And more, he's more more rugged and, 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 and rigid. But then the second half, which is the next nine songs, are more of his like quote unquote pop star swag, right? Where he's getting into his R and B slash pop pop feel, and. You can really tell, man, because the album starts out with Dreaming, which I really like. You know, it starts out and then, and then it transitioned to into, you know, a couple other songs that I really like, man. I like the feature of uh, T Grizzly. I know you don't really like him, but I thought T Grizzly, that song is cool. Go to Mars. Cool song. Uh, the song with Mid- the song called Middle Child with Tentacion. I really like that song, especially the hook. The hook is like completely fire. Uh... You know, and, and he and he gives a lot of introspection in his music that I think goes overlooked because of all of the auto tune and because of all of the effects that he puts on his voice. You know, it's it's almost like you know, it you don't really realize how deep of a artist he 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 shows himself to be on the music if you're not paying full attention to what he's saying. And I, I, I just really like the type of uh, messages that he really puts into his music. You know, he he clearly came from the bottom. He has he has that struggle story, which a lot of these rappers have. So he's no no different. And, and you know, he can relate on that level. But but anyway, man, one of my favorites, actually, a couple of my favorite songs. Right. I'll just get into that. Here are my favorite songs on the project. And this is in no order. Uh, Middle Child. Right. With Tentacion. Uh, Swerving with Diplo, I think that song is phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know why that song is so is so good to me. It's 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 just because it's like a I think because it's more it, it just has that feel you know it, it's just it gets you in the mood as soon as you put it on, and of course Diplo is you know no stranger to to making uh I think electric slash good feeling. A good sounding music, but but anyway, man, those are two. A couple others are the song with a boogie, put you on. I like that song a lot. And then you get into some of the songs I've heard before. Uh, AB, ABCD, Friend Zone. That song came out a while ago, but I think it's a really good song that shows his songwriting ability. You know, I think that's the biggest thing with PMB Rock is his songwriting ability is very slept on, man. 
you know, I used to say this about Future because I really believe this, but Future kind of got away from this where, where I used to say, man, if you really break down Future's, I'm talking about old music. I'm talking about Pluto, right? When he first came out to the masses, you know, like the Tony Montana, the, 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 the turn the lights on, right? The, all of those songs that Future used to put out, you could hear the, the, the well-written songs within the trap vibes. And I know that sounds crazy, but it was proven to me when I heard I heard a remix that somebody did to Future's Turn the Lights On, right? Where it was a dude who could actually sing. I think I showed this to you. Um, this mm-hmm. is years ago. But mm-hmm. you can hear the song structure. You can hear the, the well-put-together songs that Future did, that Future used to make. And I think the same is for P&B Rock, man. Like, he just makes well-structured songs, and he has a very, very melodic sound that I think fits in with today and i think after this project man he's right man he turned pop star because i think i really think he's gonna blow up i really think his sound is so dynamic and there's not really anybody who can do all of the things that he can do at this level so i was fucking with it man i'm gonna give this project a b i'm gonna give it a b this is a very very good project very good what'd you think of it man I'm in. I know you can't see my face right now, but I am actually shocked and appalled. Yeah, all right. That you gave it a B. Like I, you know, I was pretty quiet when you were talking. There, that was a. There was a reason behind that. Me being quiet was because I knew if I was going to interrupt you, it was going to be something negative. So I was like, you know, let you say your piece, and I'll say my piece because we are on two comp completely different sides on this, of the fence on this album. So, uh, much like you, I I do think P&B Rock is very talented. I think he, he does a good job of knowing what he's good at and making sure he doesn't cross the line of uh, what he's good at or, you know, dumb down. That's 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 P and B rock in my opinion. However, uh, on this album, I think he he does a lot of things that I consider to be lazy. Um, he does a lot of things I consider to be watered down. Uh, he does a lot of things that I consider to be average normal and he's not a normal artist he's a dynamic artist so for instance lyrically you said that he's actually a good writer i had i beg to differ lyrically tell me anything tell me how many songs really talked about things other than him smashing chicks him showing off his money or him coming from the hood and having guns. That's that's all he was talking about lyrically. You want me to name too, him? Too too much petty nah. stuff. I don't want you to name him because I know for sure you're gonna you're gonna try to name stuff and you're gonna pick little semblances, little 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 instances where he wasn't talking about anything, or where he, where he was talking about something when in actuality, in totality, he was not talking about anything on this album. Um. <laughs> All right, I have a response, but go ahead. His his 
his his subject matters, his lyrical content was childish, in my opinion, on this album. It's like I think you can you can get like the youth or people that claim that they know R and B to buy in, but if you're somebody that actually listens to R and B or that listens to hip hop or pop or whatever you ever want to call it, it's not mature sounding music. Point blank period. It ain't mature sounding music. It's hidden, it's masked in some R and B stuff. But if you break it down to a decimal and you actually take the time to listen to it in some earphones, it is not mature sounding music. It's about vibes. It's about trendiness. It's about trying to maintain this hood persona but doing it with melody. And, that, and, and, and that's what really it, I, I actually started getting riled up thinking about it because it pisses me off. It's a, it's a, in my opinion, it's a, it's a, it's a scam. Like PMB Rock, that album was a scam. It was, it was. I'm glad we don't have to pay for it. I, I'm glad I have an Apple Music subscription because <laughs> it's. I'm not paying for that. Like for real, for real. Like it's lazy music. You know I'm, I'm not paying for anything. Not creative. I don't give a fuck if if if, if Jay Z <laughs> hey, came hey. out with an album today. I'm not paying for it just because I ain't paying hey, for shit. Hey, Go ahead. I would I digress. Hey, hey. I hey. If we were living in 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 a world where we had to pay for albums, PNB Rock's album will not be one I'm paying for because I don't think it's I I personally do not think it's music that was was meaningful or worth even paying any mind to for real for real I'm just being real with you so but let me but 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 I'll say this I will mm-hmm. say this I enjoyed how how it feels I like that song. Um, I, I enjoy ABCD just cause it's catchy, but it's a childish song to me. Um, I'm okay with, I need more. I'm, o- I, I, I enjoy, I like girls because it's something that in the club, I think will be dope to hear, but that's a childish song. It's 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 childish stuff, but I mean, hey, if 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 they tell us we gotta like it, then we like it. But, but I I don't think it's good. I don't think I don't think it's good enough to even like even mention to even. I, I don't know. I, I I'm not with it. I I'll say this because I think I think I think you're nitpicking. Uh, not because you're wrong, but because I don't think you and anybody who thinks like you and for this subject or for this album keeps the same energy, right? And the reason I say that is because we're quick to not point out artists who are in his lane and who talk about basically the same type of shit, but also make good music, right? For example, uh, A Boogie with the Hoodie, right? A Boogie with the Hoodie, he essentially talks about the same shit, like, for the for the most part. The reason why people fuck with A Boogie with the Hoodie is because of his melodic sound and because he overall just makes good music. Same thing with Tory Lanez. 
I'm not saying these he's in the exact same lane as Tory Lanez. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you really get down to the nitty gritty, no, they had they don't have the same style. But when you talk about the content, it's basically the same childish shit, like for the most part. So if you want to call it childish, I'm cool with that. I just call it call it that way across the board. Tory Lanez dropped a project uh, not too long ago. And I'm not talking about the the mixtape um, that he just came out with, International Fargo. I'm talking about um, the one he put out. Um, was it Love Me Down? Was it Love Me Now? Was Love that, Me Now, yeah. Was that Love the name? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Me Now. Love Me Now. Love Me Now was very childish. childish. It was stupid. It was a, it was a very stupid childish. I mean, when you, when you really get down to the nitty gritty, you can make this argument for everybody. But we but don't do that. Like... We don't do it. And you know why you don't do it? Because when it comes to people who make good music, like just legitimately just make good music, it's not it's not even a knock. Like, if anything, you just got to point out the fact that they make good music. And I get it. They make childish. You're saying the content is childish. I'm not even arguing that because you're right. I'm just simply saying the, the actual quality of the music means more than like the content that he's coming with on 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 the project or just in his in his entire arsenal. So, while you're right, I don't think that is uh as big of a deal as you're making it seem because I, I can make that argument that you just made for a lot of people we like. I'm talking about when I say we, I don't just mean me and you. I'm talking about like people that just like everybody in his lane, in P&B Rock's lane. We don't nitpick well, okay. like that. We don't. You named okay. We don't nitpick First like that foremost, with them dudes. I agree with you. I agree with you that you know Tory Lanez, A Boogie, they they make similar childish music, but the way it was done in PNB Rock's album was, like I said, I mentioned bad lyrics. Like the lyrics are awful. Like at least a boogie with the hoodie is clever. A boogie with the hoodie is is is, is hitting you with punchlines. Tory Lanez is clever with his. Tory Lanez is trying things out. Tory Lanez clearly has a sound to him. Like Corey, Tory Lanez is 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 playing the character. P seems like he's just brainwashed by nonsense. Like he <laughs> he just seems like he's he's. He's base. It just seems like a dude that just got on the mic and was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna talk all this trash, all this childish stuff," but no personality behind it. There's no, there's no like passion behind it. It's just a dude that's just talking and just trying to do what he thinks the people want to hear him do. Tory Lanez is did that dude, so his character fits it. His passion. Say what you want, childish or not, but Tory Lanez it shows a lot of passion in his music. He shows a lot of, like you know, just kind of like gutter, like grittiness, like that seems real. A boogie, it seems real. Like he came from the hood and he, he he's 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 flourishing. PMB rocks just seemed stupid to me. Like it just seemed meaningless. It just seemed manufactured. I don't, I don't know. I don't know it, it, honestly, I always talk about, you know, when we talk about this podcast a lot or, or, or talk about music in this podcast a lot, I always bring up like how something feels. 
and it just didn't feel there's something about that album that does not feel authentic to me like it just i, I i'm i'm not messing I'm, I'm not i'm not with it man like i i, I give it like a c c minus um like i know for sure he can do better but at this point like leave music like this for your mixtapes i think he needs to get with a writer or he needs to get with like some other type of influential guy that can help him make more quality music because in my opinion it ain't the, his sound does not fit like his sound should be so should have him doing way more dynamic way more creative way more well put together music than what i heard hey man i uh I wholeheartedly disagree with you. Um, I think everything you're saying is exactly what he does and does well. And and last thing wow. I'll say is this. Uh, you remember that song, Meek Mill, Dangerous? Yes. Where he was on the hook with uh, mm-hmm. Jeremiah? That was well done. That's that not well a done. fluke. I'll just say that. He he does that. Like he, that is the dude that we're hearing every song for the most. I mean, and I'm not saying he doesn't have fun because he has fun just like all these other dudes, right? But and and, ha- and makes pointless music just like all these other dudes. But I'm saying sprinkled in to his album is a mix of that pointless stuff that <laughs> is obviously nonsensical content, but infused with that is the melody and it's and, and the songwriting ability that I think he's capable of. It's 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 well rounded. It's a well rounded uh project, in my opinion. But hey, well rounded. But hey, you know you know what it reminds me of. This album reminds me of which I went back and listened to, and I I'm actually ashamed that I I actually said it was decent. Was it reminds me of Nav's album. Which one? The most recent where one. Where both both the 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 second one or or actually the 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 one the one we all think is his second album. Perfect He's actually timing? his first. Perfect album. timing, right? Not perfect timing. Not perfect timing. The other one, the one after that. Oh, uh, we think uh, that's uh, his uh, first Reckless. album, second Reckless. album. Reckless. Reckless, exactly. That's actually his first album. That's actually his first debut album. What? So, no, it, how? Yeah, it is. Oh, because it wasn't with Metro. Because the other one was with Metro. Metro Boom. Yeah, probably. the other one was with Metro, and then the first one, Nav, is actually a mixtape. Right. But anyway. Right. So Reckless is his first album. I thought that the album was. I I feel the same way that I feel about PMB Rock. Just trash. Childish music that <laughs> really? you think that you can seriously, you think you can just attach a melody to something nah, and then it's like, oh, this is dope music. No, it's wild. trash. You're it's childish, right not, not well that, thought out that, music, that, just brain dead music. I'm not I'm with you, you on that. I'm okay, not with that's you. Fine. Reckless, that reckless, okay, that's fine. That reckless album was nonsense. There's and if you say so, if wait, you're telling me it's on the same level, I can't agree with that. It's on the same all. level, it's on the same no level as reckless, and it's on the same level as. as this one that Nav just dropped, um, the new one that he just dropped, where it's like you can listen to it a first two, three times. You listen to it, and you're like, I'm vibing with it. Oh, I got a nice little melody. You know, meet me at the friends. Uh, yeah, meet me. It sounds tight. But then as you go down and actually think and you try to dissect it and you go dive deeper into the music that you're hearing, you're like, this is baseless, meaningless, just childish high school music it doesn't have layers of 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 maturity attached to it welcome welcome (gasps) to uh welcome to the 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 hip-hop 
industry and what all of these dudes do. I'm telling you. Sad, but man. but but you it's know sad. what though? I think that, I think but here's the thing though. I think but and this is what I'm saying, right? So we hey, here's the thing. We can say we can have di- we can have a difference of opinion as far as like what this album is, but I'm telling you that PNB Rock is a really good artist. Overall, like he is a really good artist to me. And and, and, and I think he has and, the potential and, to. And, no, it's not he, even potential. He's shown it. He, he, he's shown he, it. He, he's sh- he, like he selfish. Is, he, he's had songs he, he where he has shown, shown that he, he is capable of, of all this stuff that you're talking about. He hasn't shown it consistently. Like he's shown. That's why I said he's shown that he can be a good artist, but he doesn't do it consistently. He's very. He's a very lazy artist. Like I think. Um, I love selfish. Absolutely love that song. That's one of my favorite songs of that year. But hey, I put selfish, you. On, I put you onto that joint too. But anyway, go ahead. You did put me onto it. I, I I absolutely agree with that. But selfish. When you compare selfish to I like girls that like girls, yeah, I like girls that like oh, me. Me at the friend zone. Yeah, it's it's it just it's fam, like fam, he's having you fun. dumb. Are you kidding I me? don't care. Like, Tory Lanez has fun. We don't knock him. For his fun music, what are you talking about? He's having fun. What are we talking about right now? Tory Lanez, Tory, Tory Lanez, his music, his lyrical content is way more intricate. There's layers to it. May not be as much layers as you want it to be, but there's layers to it. There is no layers to "I like girls that like girls." It's just a dumb, stupid song that. Could be hot right now and gone tomorrow. Yeah, I, I I'm with you, and so are like a lot of other music. But listen, man, we can argue about this all day. Let's let's keep it moving though. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Uh, the next album, Wiz Khalifa dropped his album Fly Times Volume One, The Good Fly Young. I want to hear what you have to say about this. This came out a few weeks ago, but um, anyway, it still needs to be talked about. What you think about this, man? Absolutely love this album. You know. You know what I'm, I'm I'm really tired of? I'm really tired of having to say, this is classic Wiz. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't it seem like every time Wiz comes out with a project, you're like, this is classic Wiz, or this is Trap Wiz, or this is, you know, Wiz from Cushion Orange Juice, right? When majority of the time, I'm just hoping that we're getting it, and I'm probably even overthinking it. Like, you know, it may just sound like regular Wiz, and I, I just want it to be classic Wiz. Well, after listening to that album that Wiz had with Currency that dropped a couple months ago, um, I noticed something. Wiz is not the same guy anymore, and he's not trying to be the same guy anymore. He doesn't have any melodic hooks that he does on his own anymore, right? I don't know if you noticed that. Um He's kind of abandoned the idea of being a um, young, you know, reckless star. And instead now, he relies on R&B artists to help him uh, uh, make music. He relies on other rappers to help him make music. And he's become this knowledgeable guy that actually spits out a lot of wisdom when he raps. Um, this new album, Fly Times Volume One, I believe is that is that is what it's called. Um, that's what you get—just a brand new version of Wiz that 
you know, is reliant on R&B singers and is is just spitting out wisdom and just a cool-ass dude that you, it just seems like you want to hang out with, like you just want to chill with. I enjoyed the hell out of this album. I thought, I thought it was really good, really high quality. Um, and just, you know, like I mentioned earlier about layers, like it, it has several different layers to it. There's, 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 there's some songs on there that, you know, maybe you enjoyed it for the first time you heard it because of his vibes. Then the second time you hear it, you enjoy the woods is insightful lyrics. Then maybe the third time you hear it, you, you like the hook. It, it had layers and many different reasons to like it. So I mean, if I were to put a grade on that album, I'd give it about a B. Maybe even B plus. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of his strongest efforts. And it's funny because, you know, when I found out he was dropping an album on 420, I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe he's just going to drop some low quality, maybe like six, seven track project that like you listen to a one, one minute and then you're like, you don't care anymore. But I actually downloaded some of those songs. I actually saved them, saved some of those songs to my library, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm messing with that, that album a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I agree with that, man. It's, uh, not really much more to say, man. You you kind of hit on all the, I think, major points. I think the only thing that I will say is, uh, you know, Wiz is, Wiz is just, Wiz is a legend, man. Wiz is a legend. I, I you know, I, I struggle to say that word because I don't like to use that word loosely. But, you know, what he's what he has been able to, to, to do what he the sound that he the sounds that he's been able to brand for himself the the style that he's been able to kind of cultivate you know over the years has proven to be something that is worthy i believe of calling if you don't want to call it legendary right now i think when he when he finishes rapping which i don't think will ever happen but cuz i think he i think he's set for a, a Snoop Dogg type career where He's going to be around till he's 50 and he's going to be this icon that everyone thinks is fun and shit like that. And he's never going to get away from music. But he's this dude, man. This dude is the man. Wiz Khalifa is the man. He's the man. It's it's just really that simple, man. And, and, And that's really all I wanted to say, man. Wiz Khalifa is the man. This album is really good. And. I, I think I saved damn near every song on this. You said you saved a couple. I say I saved damn near every one. I, I'm trying to think of the songs that I did not save, and I'm and I'm struggling to think of the thing of the name. I really feel like I saved them all, man. That's how that's how much I thought about this, man. It was a it was a summertime vibe, man. Summertime vibe. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Summertime vibe, man. Summertime get you, vibe. Get you get you get you a nice little Bluetooth speaker. Get you uh you know a, a a pool. Get you some women around. Some drinks. You know some sunlight. Throw this throw this on. Oh my God. The vibe is set. The vibe oh, is yeah. set, man. And then, and then, and, and then on the low, like for real, for real, on the low, he was spitting hard on this joint. Like he was actually, it was just straight rapping, and it was, it was like old school to me. Just rap, hardcore rap, authentic R and B mixed together. Like no blurring of the lines. You know how everybody's blurring the lines nowadays. That's the popular thing to do. Nah, 
This one was straight up rap slash R&B. Each person knew their place and <laughs> what they needed to do. Yeah, I fuck with it, man. I fuck with it. Go Wiz, man. All right, let's move on. Vori, a.k.a. this random artist that just popped out of nowhere, seemingly, dropped a uh, new EP called Say. I believe I'm the only one who's probably going to talk about this. You didn't hear this, did you? Yes, absolutely, I did. I oh, you heard Vori. it? Oh, you heard it? Okay. Yeah, but not, not in detail. All right, so I'm going to make this quick because there's really not much to say. You know, it's a six-song EP. I think Vori is a very good artist. I think his, all, I think all of his songs have a lot of quality. I think I think all of his his melodies are on point. You know, one thing I will say is he may struggle in the future because I feel like he has the party next door effect where you know what he what if you guys know anything about Vori, which I just found out who Vori was probably about a month and a half, two two months ago. First time I ever heard of Vori was when he featured on uh, Rich the Kids album. Honestly, that was the first time I ever heard of this guy. Then I went back and looked at his catalog, did some research on the man. He's a songwriter. And if you listen to some of the songs on this on this EP called Say, he sounds like four different people. Some songs he sounds like Bryson Tiller. Some songs he sounds like uh like 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 Gunna. I mean, like I really don't know who Vori is yet. And I personally feel like, you know, that's not good for a new artist, right? To not have a distinct sound because you end up just being a very generic and kind of kind of watered down artist where you're kind of just in everybody's lane and people don't really know where to consume you at. So I, while I like the music, I think the music is good. I feel like he kind of swagger jacks people a little bit too much um and 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 i'm not really sure what his strengths are yet but i do think this this project is good you know i do think it's good i just it was a yeah i was gonna say it was a short sample size uh which i think for new artists is great you know we don't want to hear like 20 tracks of artists that we're, we're still trying to figure out um unless you know you the damn truth um, but Word. I mean, I, I, I piggyback off of what you said. You made a comment that, you know, he, he, he might be going to PNB, PNB, not PNB rock, sorry. Um, party next door route. So there are several directions that you can go as a writer. Like you said, you can go the P party next door PNB route, or you can go the, um, Carrie Hilson route where you have superstar written all over you um, a superstar look and you know you're just meant to pop or you can end up going the um, dude from love and hip hop route you know who I'm talking about the, uh, the the guy from love and hip hop that got black fingernails that inspired me to get black fingernails oh geez you talking about that dude A1 he's a producer A1. though he's not an artist yes Hey, he's an artist too. He's an artist too. I never he heard him on the, He just dropped the EP. Exactly. That's my point. Um, Wait. So does he make? Is he an artist or not? He makes music. Yeah, he's an artist. He uh, sings I never, and raps. Uh, I and never, sounds like I never heard him on a song. He sings and raps and, and and sounds 
a lot like all the other people that you're listening to. Um, you know, it's funny. It's funny that uh, these type of artists, they tend to do too much. Like, I think Party Next Door does too much. If Party Next Door would just listen to what we want from him, we would like him a lot more. He right. doesn't. He wants to just do everything and think that this is what we want to hear from you. No, no. Just we want you stripped down uh, musically to where it's something that, you know, you were made like, like we want come and see me for once. We want that. We don't right. want you sound like young thug on some random ass song. Right. So if Vori can just, you know, find something he does well, stick to that script, let us buy into him, then you can start experimenting. Yep. But that's the only thing I caution for him is that with this first EP, he was doing a lot of experimenting. Oh, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I liked it. That. I uh, liked it. It's, but... a, it's almost it's like a catch twenty two, right? It's a gift and a curse, right? Yeah. You 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 show people you show people that you can do a whole lot and that you're not this, just this just this like you know uh, boxed in artist that just only is in one lane, but people don't really know where to kind of consume you at, right? So until you show people where you where your strengths are and, and, and where your sound is likely going to go in, people are kind of just left left to, yeah. like, I don't know, kind of be indecisive to, to just you in general. And plus, to be honest, I don't really think he's a very marketable artist in terms of his appearance. I've seen him. He doesn't look like a superstar. I'm not, That's not even a knock. Some people just don't look like they got. Like a, like just, a janitor or something. Nah, bro. He just looks. He just looks super regular. And and you know, I guess, I guess that's not always a bad thing because I guess when Kendrick Lamar came out, he looked regular, right? But his artistry. Hey, was, Rod, Roddy Rich looks regular. A bunch of people who look regular and and but but see that, that your music has to be like on another level <laughs> when you look regular. I know that sounds ridiculous. But I think that's true, man. Like, no, when, you're right. When, no, when, you're when, right. You, when you look regular, you got to be even that much more of a great artist as opposed to if you mm -hmm. have a look and you have that 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 uh, that persona that can kind of meet you at, you know, the music similar to like a six nine. I don't even like to bring him up, but six nine had a six nine had a had a persona. Right. Where he looked like he was somebody who should be at the front forefront of the limelight. Not saying that his music was was all that good, but wait, that's where persona meets music, right? I don't think Vori yeah. has the persona from what I can tell. I do think his music is really good, but like I said, man, I don't know, man. He he just seems he just seems like a party next door uh rerun. You know, somebody who's really good. He's a songwriter. He's probably written hits for a lot of people that we don't know of, right? But uh Will he blow? I don't hey, know. This, this, we'll see. This is this is this is this 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 whole you know life ain't ain't for everybody. You know, some Word. people deserve to be in the back, and you know maybe he deserves to be in the back. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Jer Jeremiah is another guy that I think is a good writer that was able to somehow some way pop. So I don't know which direction he's gonna go, but that's my advice to him because I'll, I'll end it by saying this: like back in the day, I thought it was pretty cool, impressive to see somebody that had a lot of you know, tools in their um, in their bag, but nowadays every artist thinks they have a whole bunch of tools in their bag. So it's no longer unique to show versatility. 
What I think is unique is knowing who you are and being able to stay in the lane or, or give off a, a sound that you're really good at. Definitely. Sort of like PMB Rock. Like PMB Rock stays in his melodic lane, and I think that's one reason people can like him. And um, I just think boys should do that. Well said. Well said. Let's uh let's move on. Tink dropped a uh I think this is her debut. I want to say here's her debut project, man, called Voicemails. Um, she's come oh. out with EPs in the past, but this is her uh, this is her debut, man. She used to be signed to, who, huh? Who is marketing Tink? I, you know, hey, who I was just, I was just about to say, she was she was signed to Timberland, right? Yeah. Um, at least that's how I was introduced to her a couple years ago, right? She was working with Missy Elliott. We were like, oh shit, who's this? Who's this chick that can sing and and, and like sing really well and put together these songs? But then they, you know, she kind of split, split, uh, parted ways with uh with Timberland and that whole that whole crew. So I think she's independent right now, man. I want to say she's independent, man. So I haven't really seen any promo for Tink. I don't really follow Tink too well, but I did catch wind of this project, and I took a listen. And I thought it was good. I thought it was good, man. This, this that, is, that, that was that was given. No, was, Tink is Tink is really good. Yeah, but it but but see but see and 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 I'm glad you said that because that's where I was going, where I was going to expand on the fact that it, the fact that it, it's actually good because, you know, I think what makes her what makes her so good is not only the fact that she's a, a really good songwriter. And not only the fact that she can sing really well, but it's just that she has a very nostalgic sound, you know. Yes, she does. Maybe, maybe if you're, you know, a part of the younger, the younger crowd who doesn't really have any sort of background on some of the the the, the more back when back when music and R and B music was full of substance. If you don't have that sort of background, you may not really appreciate Tink and really understand the quality that she brings to the table, but. I think when it comes to quality, man, it's undeniable. I thought this project was dope, and uh, and of course the fact that it, you know the album's called Voicemails, and she had a, a she, I mean, I just like the, I just like the the sequencing of the of the project, man. Like it had, it had uh, skits on there where she had multiple people, uh, you know, calling her voicemail. I mean, obviously it was part of the album, but then the songs played well off of those voicemails. I think it was well put together, man. It was well put together. The music was really good. I want to see uh, Tink blow, man. I really do. I I, I I like when you got quality artists that showcase what they bring to the table. You know, these type of artists need to be highlighted way more, man. You know, you talk a lot about the bullshit artists that, that are out here and some of, the, some of the, the, the lackluster performances that a lot of artists, you know, show. So with that, we need to be highlighting, you know, artists like Tink. We do. I I really think we need to be highlighting this type this type of music because while there's a lot of while there's a lot of people who make music like her, a lot of them are not really getting the type of shine that I think they deserve. I mean, it's really well, that simple. I mean, Tink is boring, man. That's what, that's what it comes down to. She's boring. Man, come she on. She just man. she just screams out uninteresting. Like she makes. I I I said it before. I'll say it again, and I'll say it tomorrow. I'll even say it during my lunch break. Tink is one of the most talented artists I've ever seen in the game. 
one of the most talented artists, but she's also one of the most uninteresting artists I've seen in the game. I don't listen to Tink and say, oh, I want to find out more about Tink, where she's from. Nah, she's just un. And, and it's, it's almost similar to what you said about Vori, where they, they don't give off interesting vibes. They don't give off the type of, you know, vibes you would want for a, a top artist. Can she change that persona? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you, you, you hang around snobs or something. Maybe you hang around Jimmy Butler. I don't know. Hey, man, but, just, get a fe- just get a feature from Drake. This will solve everything. It won't. <laughs> get it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get Drake to get a hop on one of his songs and and blow and blow you up like he like he's willing to do for everybody. You know, uh, I thought that I just, thought just that was the Drake, case. Just get the Drake stimulus package, man. That's, that's I all thought that need. was the case. I thought that was the case until Drake featured on Trouble, another dude that I find very uninteresting. He featured on a Trouble song and nothing happened. <laughs> I don't even remember that feature. What, what was that? Exactly. Exactly. Was that on, what was that on? I don't. I, uh, I don't a, amen. Anyway, man. I don't know. Y'all be the judge. I, I think it's dope. And you're and you're right. She's not really that interesting. But listen, man. Maybe that's why she started as a songwriter. You know what? Maybe that's just a songwriter thing. You know. Maybe people that end up as songwriters is just not that fucking interesting. You know, it's funny because Neo is probably one of the most famous and most, I don't know, notorious people to make that transition from being a songwriter to a a, a, the, a mainstream artist that I can think yeah. of. And Neo That's wasn't even example. that fucking interesting. Neo was boring. <laughs> Neo was not boring. Neo was fucking Neo- boring, dog. Neo like, actually he's cool. Like, like he's cool. He's cool, but I wouldn't say his his persona is is intriguing. I think he's just his music is just really that fucking good. That I think the music is really what carried Neo. It wasn't his persona. It wasn't how he was saying what he was saying in his music per se. Uh uh I'm sorry. It wasn't necessarily how he was displaying himself you know on top of the music it was the music was just really that strong so i don't know man maybe that's the maybe that's the uh the fucking solution she just make better better music <laughs> i think you are tripping make better music okay man if you if you say so make better music that uh not sure how much that's working but I, I get what you're coming I mean, what from. do you want her to do, man? Show as? I mean, what, what what is going to make people be intrigued at Tink? Get, give me give me uh give me two things that you think she can do right now. Two things that I think legitimately Tink can do. just do like next to get herself more notoriety and more publicity for people to more people to get more traffic and and eyes on her music. First and foremost, she needs to feature on more artist's music like she needs to expand like her her sound in terms of you know yeah you gotta dumb down your music a little bit i'm not saying dumb it down to like pmb rock level but like you gotta dumb it down a little bit like you, you gotta show that you're you still having fun like you 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 like tink tink acts like she's 42 when tink is really like 25 like people just the fact of the matter is at 25 people aren't acting like Tink so who are you connecting with 
Right, you're connecting right, with right. mature 25 year olds. I, yeah, she's definitely a lot older than uh, I think she gives off. And yeah, th- hey, know, th- she, hey, those are some those mature. are some good those are some good uh, suggestions, man. That's yeah, the A and R. That's the A and R Q and you, man. I, I I see you. I see you. Exactly. You know, I'm I'm all about that help. Like, I mean, look at look at what I mean. Cardi B is doing great solo. Like, she's doing really good solo. But like, just those little those little uh, songs she was hopping on, you know, earlier in her career, like that matters too. Like, it, it matters to get played on radio. It matters to get played on those DJ mixes that. You know, radio stations play at like nine, where they just play random as hood cut. It matters to have your music being played in several different settings, and I think Tink's music is really just being played in, you know, one setting, which and that's which is a bedroom, which is in a bedroom in earphones. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, man. You know what I mean? I'm done talking about Tink. So, uh, yeah, man. They're ill and they're not. So advice. So with the first song on the ill and the not so advice, we got Logic with his uh song called Homicide featuring Eminem. I'm gonna be honest, there was too many bars in this song. Um I liked it. I thought the rapping was great. You know, this was clearly a, a, a flex. It was it was it was obviously one of those songs where they're just trying to prove that they can rap hard and trying to prove that they can they can out rap anybody who ever questioned them. Although no one has ever questioned Logic and Eminem's rapping ability, but the song in general, I thought it was decent. Like I don't think it was that good. As a matter of fact, I thought it was kind of corny at the end where they included uh, the dude who was actually trolling. Oh, I it, yo, have you ever? Hilarious. Yo, have you heard? Did you actually hear about that before they he put it on that? No, I did not actually. Really? See, see, I actually knew about that shit. So I, I was like, come on, dog. Like, how are you gonna include? How are you gonna include the 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 diss? Not even a diss. How are you gonna include the mocking of Eminem on on that same song? I was just like, come on, what, what are we doing here? I thought it was unnecessary. Yeah, that- I thought that was hilarious. No, that that joint that joint on its own is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But what'd you think of the song though? Um, you know what? I thought I thought I thought Eminem's verse was really, really good on it. Eminem's verse was really good. Uh Logic was being his cheesy self like you know, so I I, I talk about I talked about my dog last uh episode. Logic reminds me of my dog in a sense where he gets so excited when he sees other people around. You seeing him, like when you when you come around the house, he's he, he's just jumping all over the place and he's just so excited. I think when Logic collaborates with other artists, he gets so damn excited. He starts pressing, he starts just thinking, trying to say the tightest thing that comes to his mind. And I think he just overdoes it. He overdid it on this this song, to be real with you. But I love Eminem. I loved how he rapped on this joint, and at the end, I thought that part was so hilarious, man. Yeah, it was. It was, but I don't know. I'm not listening to this song again. I, I'm gonna be honest. This is one of those songs where, you know, it's it's obviously rapping at its 
I don't want to say highest form, but at its highest technical form because both of these dudes can rap their ass off. Like, I don't, I really don't believe anybody can out rap logic. I'm talking about, I'm talking about rapping, rapping. Like, I'm not talking about metaphors and flow and, 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 and swag. No, no, no. I am talking about the technical aspect of rap. The origins of rap or what or what rap has turned into in terms of measuring who is a elite rapper. I really feel like Logic has all of that minus the swag. But anyway, I'm not listening to this song again. But it's not because it's not a good song. It's just because I'm not I don't want to hear this shit. I just don't. And I, hey, if I sound like a hater, that's cool. I just don't want to hear it. That's just me. Oh, that makes that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I get it. Yeah, man. All right, let's move on. Jordan Lucas dropped a song called Devil's Work. What do you think about this, man? Ooh. Ooh-wee. My goodness. My goodness. Um, You know, Jordan Lucas and Logic are kind of similar where they press. You know, uh, I, I thought Jordan Lucas, his, his bad side came out <laughs> in that Tory Lanez battle, actually, where, you know, Tory Lanez kind of showed the world that he could be corny at times. Um, but in this devil's work thing, so I like the idea. I like that it was structured, but I thought dude was a little way too passionate, <laughs> you know, for no, for no reason, really. Um, the song is kind of disrespectful, you know, you're trading death, but, but listen, kids, Anybody that's listening to this, do not wish death on people. Do not talk about trading death on people. That is not dope. That's not tight. But I got, I, I get what he was trying to do here. It was clever. Um, his rapping is outstanding. Just like you said with Logic, where the technical side of things, Jordan Lucas has nailed it. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know if this is going to fall in, you know, doing too much category or enjoyable. I guess time will tell. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this definitely straddles the line of doing too much and uh, edgy and uh, thought provoking. It, it, it straddles the line of, on, on all of that. You know, I do think he was. Man, you know what? Here's the thing. While I think, while I agree with you, actually, I think number one, yeah, come on, man, wishing death on people—that was crazy. Um, that was wild. Uh, it takes, <laughs> but, it but, takes somebody to. <laughs> that was that. Sorry, I'm that was wild. That it was, takes somebody. Like, not everything you hear or see in hip hop is like, oh yeah, that was cool or that was unique. Oh yeah, hell yeah, that person. Nah, it takes somebody to be the bigger person and say that was not right. You know what though? Like, that, you, that's you know, not good. You know like, what though? It, nobody's gonna say it. You know what though? You're right. But here's why I think it was a it was cool. First and foremost, because you know, I think some of the best artists, and I'm not calling Jordan Lucas a, the the best artist. I'm just saying what he what he has found a way to do right. And and by the way, we're talking about a dude that does not have a song that people can identify him with, right? I'm talking about a single. Like, I'm talking about a, a normal single. All of his songs are either freestyles, 
right, to other songs that where people where he's kind of dissing people and showing the fact that he can rap, or he's dropping a thought provoking video, right, that matches yeah. a song that yeah. is just amazingly put together, right? So that goes viral. That goes viral, right? So we're really talking about a unique type of artist. I, I I'm trying to think of an artist that has done what he's what has done what he's been able to do. I just cannot think of one off the top, but. One of the things that I think he has found a way to do is be able to make songs and more so visuals that show and tell people thoughts that everyone is thinking, right? If you, if we're if like for example, let's go back to the other song that he's known for or visual, the I'm not racist, right? Where he you know, he had that video, the, the the white guy talking to the black, the young black dude, right? And they were kind of basically saying a whole bunch of shit to each other that everyone thinks about, but they don't really say to the to the to their face, right? You know, yeah. this is the same thing he was doing here to me. While he wasn't talking to anybody physically in the video, I think what he was trying to do was essentially say things that everyone is thinking and I don't think he's wrong for that now I, I think he was saying it as in, in using it as like some sort of metaphor but I think it was well put together man and, and you're right if you're looking at it literally and you're looking at it just standing alone and basically isolated from the fact that he was trying to send a message an overall message yeah you can easily come away with the fact that this man is talking blasphemy He's saying a whole bunch of stuff against God. He's questioning God. He's wishing death upon people. All these things are crazy uh, that most people and would saying, not. And saying people by name. And saying people by name. All of these things are ridiculous. And, like, <laughs> like if this was anybody else, I, I, and here's the funny thing. If this was anybody else but Joyner Lucas, I think that the person's career would be over. But this is actually a testament to how great of a – uh, 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 I would say a producer that 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 Jordan Lucas is. When I say producer, I don't mean just music. I'm talking about displaying an actual thought and a message and putting it together well. That is actually his best talent that he's really only shown to the masses, right? Because this is really only when people get a chance to see what he can do. He's on these viral videos and these viral songs. So I liked it. Um while it was blasphemous, I thought it was. I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Interesting. I, I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say what it, it was not. Dope. I liked it. I mean, let me let me put it this way. It's, it's it's almost like a movie, right? Like you know how you can watch a movie that is just like has a lot of nudity, has a lot of uncomfortable scenes, but it's it's riveting enough to to keep your attention, like. I thought, for instance, Saw, right? I thought Saw was just the most grotesque, like just the most, the most um, violent um, movie that I've seen ever. But I couldn't change the channel. It was riveting. I think that's what you get with Jordan Lucas. It's like, it's, it's going to make you uncomfortable. It's brash. It's raw. But is riveting to listen to. So I think it's okay if somebody says, oh, you know, 
Saul was taken a little overboard. That that they didn't need to cut that dude in the eye and like show us. I didn't think Jonah Lucas needed to do all the stuff that he did on that song, but I can still tell you that it was riveting enough to listen to and enjoy. But I will say this about Jonah Lucas. On the real, you talking and you bringing people's name up like that, what have you accomplished in the music industry yet? You have not accomplished a single damn thing. So careful what you wish for, man. Like you, Joyner Lucas is moving like a dude that has clout. And I don't think he's actually accomplished real things in this industry yet. Like he got into a beef with Tory Lane talking all this mess. Like I'm the greatest, this, this, that. What has Joyner Lucas really done? He hasn't even dropped a debut album yet. Yeah, because people don't want to hear that shit. Drop the body of work, a mixtape. People don't want to hear that. What have you man. done? People don't want to hear that. I'm not. I ain't keep buying dropping, it. So maybe... keep dropping, keep dropping viral, viral videos that are riveting, and uh, he's gonna become this. He has created that brand for himself. It's gonna be very hard for him to get out of this. I'm telling you. Wait, he, 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 he thinks he's very, a great very hard artist. To get out like of he thinks he's, he thinks he's a great rapper of all time, but he hasn't really dropped the body of work. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I would even want to hear that from him at this point but i don't know i thought this one was cool <laughs> i really thought it was good actually it was cool it was cool all right man, let's move on ari lennox dropped the song called up late i like this song a lot and actually this song was on her debut album which actually dropped today which yes i'm mad that I, I hate when people drop off cycle albums it's like dog just drop the album when everybody else is dropping it please why do you have to be different <laughs> Why? Like, what? What is that about? Like, honestly, is, is there? You think there's like a some business behind why they do this, or is that like strategically done so that they can kind of get spotlight on them, you know, away from when everybody else is dropping music? I mean, what, 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 do, you, might, what do you it, think? What do you think this is about, man? Because I, it, it I think it's be, annoying. It might just be cheaper. You think it's cheaper? Yeah, it might be cheaper to drop on a, a random day. I don't know, man. You never know. I don't know, but I like this song a lot, man. Um, I liked it a lot, man. I can't. I have nothing more to say. This is typical Ari Lennox, you know, smooth sounds. Erica Badu, uh, doppelganger. You know, she's 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 dope, man. She's dope. Really, really good. You know artist. what? You know what? And she's from she's from the DMV area too. Yes, she so, is. You know, that's 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 one reason to really like her. But I haven't heard this song that you're referring to and I haven't heard the album yet, but I absolutely will be listening to it tomorrow. And uh I do expect to hear an anthem. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out too, the the album, because I haven't heard it either. But um I have been actually anticipating this album. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of her, man. She's 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 really good. Low key I've been following mm-hmm. her music, man. She's she's good. All right, let's move on. YG dropped a song called Loco featuring Tyga and John Z. Let's let's make this quick. I thought this song was just really fun. If anything, I'm not going to say I'm not I'm not ready and and willing to say this song is amazing at all. Uh I thought it was I thought it was fun, man. I I thought the guy named John Z who was speaking Spanish throughout his verse killed his verse even though I don't know what the hell he said. It sounded dope. <laughs> just that's all I gotta say. It was dope. Check out his verse. He was he was flowing like 
it sounded like he was saying something so amazing. I need a translator, man. But I, the song is cool, though. Overall, it's a cool song. And and, like and one and one of the things that I think is funny is Tiger is just Tiger is just becoming that go to guy, man, all over again. It, it's just it's just so funny and so so entertaining to watch Tiger become this this superstar that people didn't realize that he was that he still had in him. You know, it, it, I I do like that aspect of anything Tiger touches these days. Um, but the song is cool though. It's not bad. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I, actually, I actually really like it like that. Um, you know, first and foremost, I didn't, I never in my lifetime thought I would hear YG and Tiger on a telenovela. Um, but you know, it it was unique. I I will say that I, I did not expect to hear something like that. But I'm with you. My big takeaway was that, you know, Tiger, man, is, is doing his thing. Tiger's on a variety of songs. Um, he seems to be dropping hit after hit after hit. And, um, you know, just just doing his thing, man. Like, I, I like it. I'm a fan of Tiger. So, you know, keep doing your thing. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Young Boy Never Broke Again, a.k.a. NBA Young Boy, dropped two songs on some sort of EP, which he continues to drop EPs, like, every week, it seems. This one he dropped is, the EP? It's two songs. You know how he does. It's either four songs, two songs. Either way, he's dropping some every fucking week. This one's called Slime Belief. What is it called? Slime Belief Scenes? I don't even know what that means. But, um... It was cool. It was cool. I'm not over here. I'm not gassing this guy. I'm not, you know, saying the shit was amazing. But um, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, there was one song on there in particular, um, <laughs> which there was only two songs, but the one without the feature, which I cannot remember the name of the song at this very moment, which I'm looking it up right now. But I don't even know what you're talking about right now. That's funny. You didn't know he came, <laughs> you know he came out with these two songs? Okay. I did not know. So, okay, so here it is. So, the first song is called Scenes and it's um featuring P&B Rock. I thought I didn't really like that song like that. The second song called Slime Belief. <laughs> Slime Belief. The, the, it's the, it's funny, man. Like I what is even I don't even want to know what this means. I'll just say that. But anyway, that song without the feature was cool. That was the better of the two songs. Not much more to say other than that. You haven't heard it, so I say I say we move on. I I'm I'm still very confused, but yeah, let's move on. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, the next song, Russ dropped a song called "All I Want" with Davido. Davido, did you hear the song? Is is Davido? Stop it's, it. It's Davido. Is Davido? Is it's da- Davido? Is Davido? Listen, Come man, on, man. You're not about to. You're not about to argue with me, man. I'm. I'm tapped in. Yeah, I'm it, tapped in. Is it? Is it Davido? Is it Davido or Davido? Is, da- Davido. is Davido? Okay. All right, but hey, right, did you did you hear the song or not? Shall we? Shall we it's move okay. on? It's, a, it's, it's, it's okay to be wrong. Listen, um, I'm right. But anyway. But go ahead. You know. um... 
this was a surprise for me, man. Like, you know, I didn't even know Russ had that in his uh, kind of catalog, like to be able to dabble in the, uh, you know, Afro pop sound. Yeah. Uh, and you know, obviously Davido did not surprise me with his contribution. He sounds the, he sounds like his usual, you know, um, Afro pop self. But you know, Russ really surprised me. And then what really, really, really surprised me was that he was speaking some Igbo in there, or 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 broken English, you know, telling me he's connected to the culture. Yeah, that was cool. Like he, he was actually, cool. I wouldn't even say connect. He studied the culture, and you know, he he, he took his time, you know, trying to figure it out and put in his music. Man, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, As just... for the song, it's a it's a it's a solid, cute little, adorable song. <laughs> cute little, adorable. yeah. I mean, the song is all right. The song is all right. I one of the like you said, man. I didn't really, I didn't know he had this in his bag either. Um, although I have heard Russ in interviews. I wasn't surprised with this feature because I do know, based on his interview, he says he grew up with a lot of Nigerians. Some of his best friends are Nigerians, like that hang around really? him still to this day. Yeah, like he's, I've heard him say that. So this was not shocking when he was like, I know about the, uh, what did he say? Egusi and Fufu. He says, he says something about food in there. Where I was like, okay, what the, f-? I'm over here like, yo, I'm getting hungry right now. This dude over here talking about some food. That uh that my mom would make, but um, yeah, the song is cool, the feature is cool. Um, I'll check it out again, man, because I heard it the first time. I only heard it one time, and I thought it was cool. Uh, I'll check it out again to make sure I'm not tripping. But I think the song was was really good. I'm sorry, it, cool. It was not it was, really good. Not really good. I think it was cool. It was just. A, I think it was a solid song. Something that was just a little like you know a little something something. To hold you off. Right. Right. All right, man. Let's move on. On to some songs that are not so advised. And uh, I'd like to kick this one off because I've been waiting to talk about this one. Uh, Young Nudie, along with uh, Pierre Bourne, dropped a song called Extendo featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Now, we all know uh, Pierre Bourne. You know, he has the famous tagline alongside of all of the songs that I think are famous by Playboy Cardi. The, hey, yo, Pierre, you want to come outside? You know, and then you got the door closing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, this song is just dumb. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. This song is just dumb. I, I, I don't understand, uh any sort of appeal out of this song. I, I I just don't. This song is not for me. If this song blows, I officially don't know anything about music anymore. I'm just I'm just saying that right now. I don't know anything. I, I have no confidence in where music has gone. <laughs> I, I have no faith in where music is going. Uh, Yeah, man. This song is dumb. Point blank period, man. That's all <laughs> I got to say, man. Just, this is a dumb song. It's not, it's not even, it's not even like, I, I would, I would, I don't even have anything to say in terms of this song being bad. That's not even the word I want to use. This song is not bad. This song is just stupid. Just stupid. <laughs> like, That's funny. Like, who that makes sounds like a personal. No, nah, I don't know this guy, man, but the, the song, I heard it and I felt like I lost, you know, I, I guess that time that I should have gotten 
when I heard this song. Like, why did so, I spend these three minutes listening to this song? But anyway, go so ahead. Did just, you hear this song? It probably just lacks creativity. I heard it, but you know, the funny thing is to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, I don't remember a single thing from it. Um, uh, Young Nudie, for people that don't know, Young Nudie is, is, is one of 21 Savage's homies. When 21 Savage got deported or detained or whatever, he was along with him. He got detained too, but he's not from the UK like 21 Savage. But anyway, I think they're family. He makes, Am I tripping? I feel like that's his cousin. I think so too. They might be cousins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I heard that too. But um, anyway, this song, from what, from, from, from what I know about Young Nudie and this song, is that. He makes the the most basic, the most general. Like, if if trap music had one of those trap music for dummies type books, this song would be on there. It's so basic, so just regular trap. You can put it in the middle of a hundred trap songs you won't even know. You won't be able to pick it up in a trap lineup. Um, and I think that if if not to put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming that's where you're going with this, where it's just like a blase, blase trap song that's just like boring. Just not not even boring, but just nothing unique, nothing special. It's just there. Yeah. You know, this song made me realize that I have standards for trap music. Which is pretty crazy. <laughs> I. I, I didn't know I had standards before listening to this, but now I know, yo, I have standards now. <laughs> like, And I always had standards, but this is the song that made me realize it. That's all I got to say, man. That's it. All right. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, let's... Trap music, is, trap music is not supposed to have standards. <laughs> yeah, man, let's get to the next song, man. YG dropped a song called Stop Snitching. Did you hear this, man? Yes, I did hear it. What'd you think of it? And... I thought, I mean, it's in the it's in the not so advised. Um, hey, you don't gotta agree with that, man. This is a couple songs. It was child. It was it was childish. Right. It was it was very child. Like it, majority of this song had YG just calling, uh, presumably, uh, six nine names, like stupid. You dummy. You you this. You're an idiot. You you're a punk. You're a punk. <laughs> I'm like, yo, wait, am I listening to like a bunch of sixth graders about to fight or something? Right. <laughs> it just seems so, sounds so kiddy. Like I said earlier in the show, YG is capable of being petty, and YG is capable of being a real ass dude. This was just petty, YG. I, I'm not even sure this will make his 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 upcoming album. This shit better. I think this it better not be, make his damn album. You know, it's it it, it was just him trying to like vent. It was bad. This goes into the dumb category as well. This was a dumb song. <laughs> no, it just it just was, man. It was a dumb song. Like I'm not listening to this song, although it did have a nice little bop to it, you know. And that's the thing about that's the thing about that's the thing about YG, right? You know, so you know, I say all this shit about it, but you know, when you when you when you get the right little vibe going, you got some drinks in your system, you're in the right crew, right environment, right crew. You might find yourself, you know, bobbing your head to this, man. You might, you know, depending on the crowd you're around, you might want to find a nice young lady and uh, 
Get a nice little dancing, no, man. No, what you, what y'all get? What the, what the Bruh, y'all, I'm y'all talking about a club in, in the hood. I'm talking about a club in the hood. Oh, in the hood. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Oh, I ain't oh, talking oh. about like a, a nice one. Listen, man. Listen, Gucci, man. We we got people. Listen, man. We got we got listeners that that live in the hood, man. Can can cannot cannot represent for them too. They 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 yes, listen. They got an audience. They you know listen. They here's the thing. They're playing this song somewhere. Trust me, and it ain't just in YG's catalog. This song is out, and they are going to play this song. Now, where are they going to play it? That is the question. I think it's going to be in the hood club, but we'll see what happens. But, that, but that's because the hood, that's because the hood don't got standards. All right, man. Well, you might want to watch how you talk about the hood, man. I'm I talking about standards, like the hood don't got standards for hip hop music. You know what I mean? Like the hood. You mean like extendo? It's, it's, extendo? 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 Like Nintendo? Got a large, extendo. Got a like large Nintendo. Clip. Don't play games like Nintendo. 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 You know what? Why does you know what I was thinking? Why does so many, so many words rhyme with, with Nintendo? Like I feel like you can rhyme everything with Nintendo. Hey, let's let, let's try. Let's try. Benzo, uh, Enzo, Ferrari, Enzo, Enzo uh, Benzo, Crescendo, L- Lorenzo. Actually, that that's kind, that kind of goes with Enzo. Pencil. Uh, all right, come on, you fucked it up. <laughs> you, Enzo. Fucked it, you fucked it up. Pencil. What, what are you talking about? Enzone. Oh, no, that's Enzone. Uh, Nintendo. <laughs> Spindo. Spindo. Oh, man. Hmm. Yep. In Tincho. I would I would ask Google, but that might blow up the damn operating system. So let's let me not try that at home. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Oh uh, Chencho. Hey, shall we move on? Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Lil Nas X dropped the song. I, well, sorry, he dropped the same song along with Diplo and and, and and your boy Billy Ray Cyrus with the Diplo remix of Old Town Road. I thought I thought Diplo fucked the song up. I'm just being honest. Of course, he fucked he it up. He dropped the song. He dropped the song, and Diplo found it on the streets, scathed and 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 and, and trashed, and and he tried to you know do some some Frankenstein type. Reemergence on it. I don't know what the hell. Now, you just, I don't know what the hell you just said, but yes. Now right. what you get is Old Town Road that makes absolutely no sense. Listen, that song was already very basic and uh, fun. I think D- Diplo just trying to get it on. It was the money grab, man. He fucked it up. I I, I don't want to hear the Diplo remix of Old Town Road I, I, ever again. Actually, I don't want to hear it. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. The remix made no sense, in my opinion. And I fuck with Diplo. Diplo's been, uh, he, you know, he's been doing some great things, man. Especially recently, I fuck with that one song that he has with PNB Rock on the, um, the album he dropped. You know, PNB Rock dropped. I, f- I really like that song called Swerving. I don't, yeah, know, I don't why. know why. It's a dope song, yeah. man. I, dope I, I, think song. I think you're, I, I think you're insane for that. Nah, man, you know, listen, man. I do like you, that. You'll, Diplo. you'll get hip. You'll get hip. It's cool. I like that Diplo and Trippy Red though, my brother. Which one was that? The the one. Oh, there was something. Oh, we 
Future, yo, Dream Dream. Oh, Bob. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. By the way, what? Is Trippy, is Trippy Red, like, retired? I, I, heard from, I heard from Trippy. He's supposed to have a big year. He's having a worse year than Gunna, and Gunna's having the worst years of years. <laughs> Gunna's having a worse year. You know, hey, Trippy Red dropped that one song called Topanga, which was a big song, it seemed like. Did, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it did. It seemed like it was going to blow up. And that it wasn't even like that long ago, man. That, I feel like that was a couple months ago. It feels like. Didn't that song come out this year? Or am I tripping? Like so early, early this year. Probably, probably late last year. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Your boy Blueface. What else we got? What else we got? We, we got Blueface. Next song, Blueface. Blue face, Blue baby. Face, Blue face, baby. Blue face, yeah, Blue I. Face, yeah, I. Worst rapper. He no, said. No, I can, he said. I can confirm. He said. He said. Had the. Had the. He said. Had the wet sign just to catch him slipping. I, I like that line, though. <laughs> I like. I like. I like that line. Had the wet sign lines. just to catch him slipping. That's a. That's a dope ass bar, man. Wow. <laughs> he, said a, he said a couple lines that I thought was pretty decent. You know, Blueface is uh, surprisingly uh, uh, clever. You know, hey, he I, some punks. Yeah, some punk lines. You know what? You know what's funny? I want to spin off, and I really don't even feel like talking about this song called "Stop Capping" because I didn't really like. I it. like that song. Though. You like it? I actually like. I, well, I like the idea of it. Of course, of course. But Me too. Like I said, Blueface. Blueface is literally the worst rapper I've ever heard in my life. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even playing. Like I scan through my, I I go through my head and scan rappers that I think are worse, and Blueface just keeps coming up. But okay, so that's funny you say that, and I'm damn sure not arguing that, arguing against that. So, um, <laughs> uh, but one of the things I was thinking about when I heard this song and just heard some of the catchy bars and some of the the clever bars that he that he says every now and again, I thought to myself, hmm, you know who else surprisingly is very catchy, but way more consistently. That no one talks about is Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Twenty One Savage. I'm willing to make the argument that he is the most. He is up there with some of the more witty rappers out. I'm talking about witty. I'm not talking about best rapper. I'm not talking about he has the best flow. I'm talking about pure wit in his lines and clever and cl- well. That's that's. That's what wit means. Like, mm-hmm. he's just clever. That, like, I, I really believe 21 Savage is, is up there. Top three clever rappers right now. Go ahead and dispute it right now. Who you got? Top three in the game right now. Right okay. now. J. Cole is up there. Witty? Okay, sure. Witty? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying, I just want to make sure we're talking about witty. I just want to refine yeah. the, the, the criteria right now. J.I.D. Come on. Witty. He's not more witty than uh, than J. Cole. He's not more. I don't believe he's more witty than 21 Savage. He, I don't believe J.I.D. is pretty witty. He's pretty witty. You know, another person that's witty? Gucci Man's pretty witty. I mean, he, he may not say the most, you know, intricate or clever things, but he's pretty witty. He's a witty dude on the mic. Gucci Man's pretty witty. He's pretty witty. Um, Who else we got is witty? Who else we got? Um, who else? Got. Black that. Youngster? It's like, nah. Um, okay. That's not witty. That's uh, that's just negligent. Who else? Who else? Yo, Gotti's pretty witty. He's a little witty. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh, oh, you know, oh, oh, you, know who's, you know who's witty? G Easy. G Easy is hella witty. G Easy is witty, but he's too busy putting in, putting in males and verses. I can't count. He's disqualified <laughs> for everything, every category at this point, until he comes up with a better verse one day. Um, yeah, man. I, anyway, we can we can talk about this all day, but I, I really think Twenty One Savage don't get enough credit for his witty his witty lines, man. Every single verse I hear him put up. It's like every bar is just pure wit. Like he does not waste bars. It seems like, but hey, he definitely thinks about his bars. I would say that I, he definitely thinks about his bars. He and and just to see the maturation process he's able to to show is is outstanding, man. As somebody that was dedicated to getting better at his craft, yeah, man. Um, for sure. Yeah, man. That. That concludes uh, the songs that sucks, man. Shit. You got anything else you want to throw in here, Blueface related? Uh, Blueface, man. Aight. Yeah, aight. Did I do that right? Oh, I didn't. It was five stops. It was five stops. Daddy. Okay. So, my ill-advised thought today is something that's been... I wouldn't say bugging me right now, but uh, something that I've always wanted to say. Uh, and it's who I think is the most influential rapper in the game ever. I know when you guys hear the word influential, the first thing that comes to mind is Jay-Z, uh, how he was able to you know, bring his drug dealing ways into the, the, the music game, but doing it in a way that was suave, that was smooth, you know, mafioso-like, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think there's many people that can do it like Jay-Z. Jay-Z kind of in a lane of his own. Uh, if you think of influential, you also think about Lil Wayne. Uh, Lil Wayne was daring, to say the least, as an artist. Uh, didn't mind talk about drugs like a lot of artists do now. Um, and was just somebody that you know had a lot of fun on the mic, but I don't think he's the most influential. Who I think is the most influential is Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Um, I remember when I was a kid, uh, and you know, hip hop, I, I just started getting into hip hop, and hip hop was was. was you know, going through that time where Puffy with the shiny suits and 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 the money and all that good stuff that he was flossing, um, that was what you know was running rampant in our faces on the music videos and and what you're hearing on the radio. Around that time, Missy Elliott dropped Super Duper Fly. When I heard Super Duper Fly for the first time, I was like, literally, what the hell am I listening to? She was over here talking about beep, beep, who got the keys to the Jeep? Vroom, I slide through the deep, top down, who it be? Me, 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 me and Timothy. I know I, I messed up some words there, but you got the gist of what I'm trying to say. Missy was fun. Missy was free. Missy wasn't necessarily showing off the best flows that she had, or Missy wasn't 
you know, sticking to one subject lyrically or even caring to make sense on Super Duper Fly. She was just somebody that was free, daring, and uh, didn't care on that song for what you thought about her. She was just going to say what came up to her mind and kind of blurt stuff out. Then, you know, my sister, who was a big music fan at the time, she had Missy's album. Uh, she she allowed me to listen to it, and I heard another song from Missy called um, Beat Me 911. And that song, Missy's singing her heart out and there was another song too, Socket to Me, with uh, the brat. Singing her heart out on both. Like uh, a singer that just happened to be, to be a rapper too. She was a seamless, how she was going from rapping to singing was just kind of so seamless. It was, it was, it was, it was not quite the greatest R&B music I've ever heard in my life, not quite the greatest rap music I've ever heard in my life, but somebody that can mesh both worlds together and make you think that it is. And then, you know, from there, you got other hits by Missy, uh, Get Your Freak On, just club bangers where she's just letting loose and, you know, um, work it, where, you know, she's just saying all types of memorable, appealing lines where, like, Missy was one of the first people that actually, like, searched, like, actually tried to make appealing lines for you to rap along to or, you know, hear and whatnot. And so if you look at the hip-hop game right now, your favorite artists, they are taking certain things Missy did back in all the way in 1997 when she dropped Super Duper Fly. Listen carefully. Appealing lines. Just being free on songs. Not really caring for structure. Just having fun. Point blank, period. Missy was the definition of an artist that was just wild and free. And I think if you pay attention to where music has you know, has gone in these last couple of years. And if you go and take the time to listen to Missy's old stuff from the past and compare the two, I think you'll see a lot more similarities than you probably thought you would before I started this. It was my fault. Mm. Hey, that's a good one, man, because uh, you're right, man. Uh, I don't know if I agree with you about her being the most influential, but she's definitely one of the people that get overlooked way too much, number one, and is not really talked about. Maybe that's because she's a woman. You know, maybe it's because she was in the 90s, right? Like, I don't really know why she doesn't get the type of credit she deserves. Um, but all the real people know what she, what she brought to the table. Everybody that knows music and knows history and knows her contributions understands the impact she had and, 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 and continues to have. Cause you're right, man. The influence is strong. It's strong. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Get, I think she gets love from the people that, that, you know, matter. 
Yeah, the real no. The real no. The real, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? The real no. You don't need to... We don't need to break this shit down to, like, people who just will never understand. You know what I mean? Like, some people just will never understand what she actually did and and, and, the, and the significance of what she did. So, listen, they can catch on, and this is a history lesson for them. So, so that's a good... Uh, that's a good topic, man. Good topic. Um, you know, for me, my ill-advised thoughts is uh, somewhat of a history lesson as well, man. Um, you know, John Singleton is a black movie director who passed away couple weeks ago he was responsible for some of the more notable and 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 when i say notable i mean to the culture you know when we say the culture you know everyone likes to use the word culture right but i think it, there's a there's a sort of undertone that goes along with saying culture right what we what we really mean is black <laughs> like whatever is cool to black people that is the culture let's just let's just keep it 100 like that's exactly what it is um nevertheless as i digress what i would like what i would like to say is that john singleton is one of the more notable movie directors that should get a lot more notoriety for some of the movies that he's been a part of. And I just would like to name a few uh, that have been accepted by said culture, as I mentioned before, right? Historically been accepted by the culture. You got Boys in the Hood, right? Obviously, that is an iconic hood movie. Everybody knows about Boys in the Hood, Ice Cube, Morris Chestnut. I believe that was Ice Cube's first movie he ever filmed uh, as an actor. And that was actually John Singleton's first movie he actually ever directed. Uh, Poetic Justice, Tupac was in a, was a part of that movie. So was Janet Jackson. Higher Learning, uh, believe. Uh, cannot remember the the guy's name. Oh man, who's still old and he never ages. Oh man, but anyway, everyone knows. Lawrence the, Fishburne. No, 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 man. The other guy, Lawrence Fishburne was in uh, Boys in the Hood. The guy. Uh, Ah man, you know he does like the voiceovers, man. The guy who does the all the voiceovers for all those like Animal Planet like documentaries and he just does voiceovers in general and he never ages. Anyway, it's not I I I'll figure out his name eventually. Baby Boy is another movie. Tyrese was in that movie. Uh Snoop Dogg was in that movie. Taraji P Henson, you know, Too Fast Too Furious. You know, these are just some of the some of the the movies that John Singleton has directed and you know you could argue that he is one of the most important movie directors in the black community specifically the black <clears throat> excuse me specifically the black community because in 1992 he was actually the first black person ever nominated as a best as the best director for an Oscar. And he was, tw he was only 23 years old. So, you know, it's crazy when you really think about it because, you know, 
in a in a in a, in a, in a industry like Hollywood where you know diversity is is clearly one of those one of those items that is a, is a hot button and it's one of those things that people really never feel like you know we've been given our just due in that community you know to think that somebody was 23 years old and was and was nominated as best director is is a real testament to some of the 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 greatness that he you know possessed you know not only then when he was 23 and even growing up but even in t- up until the age that he died you know he was working in a movie called Snowfall you know he never really stopped being a a a sort of a visionary and sort of a director in terms of putting together classic movies and 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 telling a great story you know i think i think storytelling is one of those one of those fields that really gets overlooked when it comes to its impact on the culture again i'm using the word culture but it's not a it's not a you know it's not a coincidence that these movies that i'm mentioning and even some that i didn't even mention are still favorites till today it's because the story resonated so well with a certain group of people that they felt like they were the people in the movie or it was so vividly told that you know you have to acknowledge how great it is and 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 that's just a part of that's 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 the part of being a a movie director and putting together a good piece of work that I think gets overlooked if you don't appreciate that sort of work. You know, artists, musical artists are another piece of art where you can tell a story, right? There's many ways you can tell a story. And I guess where I'm going with this is you know, John Singleton was a great storyteller. He put together great stories in the form of movies and not only was he a great storyteller, he was a great storyteller at a very, very young age where most people are not even given that opportunity, let alone be nominated for a Oscar at that time. So RIP to John Singleton, you know, he's not one of those people that I think is getting getting enough uh, mention, but Again, if you appreciate movies and you appreciate the movies I've, I've named and even some of the ones that you, you're probably familiar with of, uh, and even the ones that I didn't name, you understand the impact that he had on the the movie directing industry and also maybe even sparked some of the minds that are even telling stories till today, right? When you think about Ryan Coogler, right? The guy who directed Black Panther, right? He also directed... Uh, Creed and all of the other Creed movies you know this is a black dude from Oakland you know and he's young man he's in his 20s he's, I believe he's tw- 25 or 26 you know you know you don't get these type of people without a John Singleton in my opinion without a Spike Lee right without all of these guys who are behind the scene putting together stories to be told to not only the generation that they are a part of, but also the the generation after them. So anyway, like I said, RIP to John Singleton. He's a legend. And that's all I got to say, man. Yeah, man. Well said. I think, um, first and foremost, rest in peace to him. Um, you know, in this day and age where 
a lot of directors feel like they need to make uh, movies that, you know, uh, fit the criteria to be nominated for an Oscar. I think John Singleton was unapologetically himself um, when he created the movie. Uh, nothing complex for the most part. Just, you know, a solid story and something that people can relate with. Um, I, I appreciate that, and I knew that that's what I'm going to get from a John Singleton movie. Um, very young, died way too young. Um, but, you know, his, his legacy will definitely live on, uh, especially because, you know, some of the movies that he made were, were uh, uh, they had, I guess, foreshadows of some of the stuff that's still going on today and in our community. So, you know, um, once again, rest in peace to him and, and you know, let's, let's, let's strive to create a couple more John Singleton. Yeah, man. In, in these next couple of years. Yeah, man. And it's about, and you know, I don't, and, 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 I, and I, I'm glad you actually ended on that note. Cause that's actually where I, where I really want to go. It's not, a, it's not about being sad and, and, and about just remembering them and saying RIP. It's about really taking into consideration some of the people that have really done some things right in their life. And we use it as like motivation, you know, we celebrate that life and we and we and we take aspects from them and, and, and intertwine that into some of the things we're doing or maybe even somebody we know is in that field, you know, and, and use it as motivation. That's really all I'm getting at with that. I don't even want to come on here and be be all sad and all, all that stuff. That's not even where, really where I was going with that. Um, I just wanted to highlight some of the great things that he's done and really get people to understand Man, you can you can do things if you really, you know, put your mind to it, especially at a young age, man. This dude was clearly fearless. He was he was out here doing things in the nineties where it was tough, like you said, telling stories, uh, depicting things that were actually happening to real people, specifically boys in the hood, right? Where they were clearly beating cops were beating black people, right? And it's funny because I was a kid when this was going on, but I do know at least at this age that I am that the whole Rodney King riot situation was one of the first times that America was able to really see on TV and plain uh, view what was really happening in the hood and really happening to black people, as people had been saying for years. Um, so anyway, like I said, this should spark another generation of people who are in that field or even people who are uh, in an in a associated field to, you know, strive for greatness, man. We got the opportunity yeah. to be out here and do some good things, man. And uh, let the let the forefathers, you know, provide that motivation, you know. Nipsey Hussle is included in that as well. You know, it's about celebrating but also remembering what they've done and and taking it to the next level. That's really it, man. That's all I got. That's the, that's the key. Taking, taking, taking it to the next level. That's the key. That's all I got, man. You got anything else before we get up out of here? Absolutely not. All right, man. As usual, what a great show. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all will get this ASAP. Again, we will try not to be a couple days late. But if not, but if, but if that happens again, guess what's gonna happen? We, we gonna get it a couple days late. 
and we're gonna say sorry. But either way, we're gonna bring y'all this, you know, this great content because this is what we do. You feel me? Yes, sir. That's all I and got, man. By the way, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. From now on, I'm, I'm changing my name from from DZ to Sheezy to Too Easy. I'm retiring it. It's episode fifty. It's now Q F DZ. Please say the S. Come on, man. You can't. Remember. You can't swagger Jack. A- uh, a 15 year old phrase uh, every, everybody knows where that came from <laughs> you know people for years were trying to with swagger jack and lil wayne you can't you can't now come back and and just take that as if it's your own come on man you're better than that you're better than that raising this happens to all of us i feel you i feel you all right well as usual uh check us out on twitter Facebook, Instagram, y'all already know the handles. We don't really need to discuss that again. But if you listen to this show this long, subscribe. Why are you playing around? And also put your people on, you know? We want y'all to engage with us. Feel free to debate. Feel free to completely disagree and call one of us crazy. Listen, that's cool. We're all about exchanging ideas. And it's cool to have a difference of opinion. But, listen, that's what we're about, man. Hit us up on Twitter. Specifically Twitter, because that's where you can actually really engage. I really like Twitter the most. Anyway, that's all I got. As always, if you're giving advice, make show it's mother epic real slash ill. But show. <laughs>